Thing. Let me get the channel back on here. Let's go. Welcome everyone to Living Room Sports Talk. We got the great Zach Rothenberger. I'm letting you go. You know, I gotta you gotta go first. After point though, I was late for tonight's show. It's ironic how you know this the technology and everything kind of came together here, Zach, and, and fell apart when I you know I was late. So you know, here we are though. Welcome everyone to the show. We appreciate everyone for sticking with us through all the technical issues. Kim McCauley, Zach Rothenberger, kicking off a Tuesday night here in the Northeast, which to that point, if you could get through all the that that's that chop. Uh, for the first minute of the of the of the startup of the show, you know, we were a little snowstorm coming, yeah. but but Zach, you you hit the nail right on the head uh, for anyone that is just joining us. That really the weather report is the ultimate clickbait, isn't it? It, it really is. You know, one day it's a uh, one day it's a nor'easter, the next day it's just uh, freezing rain. So we'll see. We'll see what have what we have in store for the uh, great Northeast. And I love it. Your uncle Rick getting the chat going already with uh, the little Ravens. Big hey, we, yeah, it was a big win. Hey, we were on them to win last night, and and they did it. They they looked like them, them their old selves. Um, it was a big big win. You said they'd cover. They did. Jeez, <laughs> yeah, they they did. At the talk about back sort of. Yeah, we'll we'll talk we'll talk about that. It's that point. Yeah, we got a great show, and obviously the game last night was was great. Uh, so we'll recap all that. Um, talk a little bit about you know some other fun stuff here. It's kind of a mystery show. Um, we'll talk more obviously about the NFL playoff picture. Um. And chat RB sir. It's Tuesdays. Actually, we'll do a little show versus street segment. Yeah. Um, but also let's just jump into it. A little quick big cleanup, eh? To get things started. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So let's see. So uh, you know, it's it's funny. Whenever I can't find clickbait on ESPN or ESPN Plus that I pay for, I, I always go back to Sports <laughs> Illustrated. And Sports Illustrated is always my fail safe as far as I can't find <laughs> a thing. It's definitely gonna be there. So they posted an article that says NFL playoff, but playoff picture plus draft watch ahead of week 15 like i don't there's so many things still left to, to to come about you know in these last three weeks so the draft watch thing is ridiculous we can't talk about the draft at this point yeah, in time i'm sorry you can't talk about the draft when the order's not even established yet. no and, and you, you have the jags who are one and 12 and you have the the jets who are 0 and 13 so like you can't even you can't even clearly say who's going to get that number one pick yet technically so mm. Just pump the brakes, wait till the last week before we get into that type of talk. Well, it's and I think it's funny too because of course my voice cracks, right? Like I'm a cartoon character. But I think it's funny because even in April, how much time, especially like, you know, we, we, we get super horny on the show for the draft. Like how many times, and I'm not trying to like toot my horn my sis, how many times did I say stuff like, but you don't even know if someone's gonna trade or where people are gonna go, right? And then people get hurt. Like, first of all, we haven't gone through the con like right? there's so many layers before. It's almost like it's like saying, and, and we we watch the season premiere. We know who the killer is going to be. It's like no, there's ten episodes to go in the season. You don't know that, right? Right. No, exactly. You're just jumping the gun a little bit with this talk. Yeah, especially trust me, I made a lot of bad predictions. I I oh, could me not. Too. Have, you ever watched Frozen before? <laughs> Let it snow, baby. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Um, <laughs> it is good. As, soon, as you can see, my voice keeps cracking, and, and quite frankly, it sounds like this. You know, look at this. My series already saying like, not you. Um, evidently frozen's you know right for my age group because i'm just trying to hit puberty and stuff and get my voice <laughs> to crack so um i did not see that plot twist in that movie though and of course right as my sister lauren and and emily and i were watching it um together on, back in delaware and i, I was sitting there asking them because they'd both seen it i was like there was a part where there was a guy or a girl i don't want to give it away that you know there's a part where they're singing and i just say at this point I'm like when are we going to find out who the bad guy is? Come on. Like, can we just like, just I don't even feel like there's an antagonist in this movie. And then of course that was the person. Mm -hmm. So with the plot twist. So yeah. All right. Anyway, it's that point. 
I've been wrong a lot. So I don't we all know. admit we can all we, we're all been wrong. All right, yeah, you know it's that point. So hey, if I've been wrong, I can cast a stone and say someone else has been wrong. So let's do some clickbait, hey, Kira and I. So um, I don't know why I'm going down this avenue. Times are good, life's good. I don't know why I'm just walking down this avenue, Zach. It's oh, insecurity boy. is what it is at its finest oh, no. point. Um, so there's I saw some Packers, you know, Twitter accounts tweeting out. That there's an article with the headline Green Bay Packers resign Aaron Jones or will they let him walk? And it's all revolving around now because he signed with Drew Rosenhaus and Rosenhaus Sports over the course of the week. Um, and the tweet says after he signed with a new high profile agent to take care of his next contract, I doubt we see Aaron Jones return next year. Why? Now, I do say, all right, here's what I find very interesting about all of this, and I won't lie to you. I did see a tweet that Jamal Williams' agent is up in Green Bay right now, which everyone's like, well, like the only reason he'd be up there is because they're signing a deal. I still think they'll sign Aaron, re-sign Aaron Jones, and I think what my hunch is what's going to happen is they would lock up Williams and then they'll tag Jones if they really need to. They don't want to let him go. But that's my thought in general, not to dive into D-Packers talk, but either way, I think it's ridiculous. Just because he's signing with Drew Rosenhaus doesn't mean – I understand – look, coming from people who live in Philadelphia, we saw the whole T.O. saga unfold, but at the mm-hmm. same point, I mean, I think people have to understand that, like, he has represented people in the Packers before. So it's like, it's, you know, it's not the end of the world here. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I mean, we all, we all know that both Williams and Jones, their contracts uh, end this season. But to start stirring this pot of potential drama, you know, you guys didn't even make your playoff run yet. Well, that's the thing. Let's still, again, we're jumping the gun. So pump the brakes. Yeah, no, it's, it's clickbait. Um, But to that point, you know, it wasn't clickbait, Zach, the game last night. Good game last night. Great game last night. Now, I'm just in the mood to make fun of myself today, I guess. You know, it's like I'm, I'm the clown today. Uh, but I want to make fun of myself. But I actually want to see where you set yourself in this scene if this was your own world, right? Okay. So, and you, I feel like it's funny. I, I was tired. I don't know what it was yesterday. I was just exhausted during the show. I feel like I had no pep, no zest, no energy, you know? <laughs> And I'm like Every trying to Monday. crack back into the energy circuits by my voice cracking all today. So by there Thursday, maybe I'll sound like I'm like ready to go. Um, but to that point, yeah, I'm like a little kid getting excited about snow, voice cracking. But all right, anyway, to that point, like I said, I felt like, you know, I was just a little, you know, not optimistic. So I went to bed at 9 o'clock last night. You know, good, good night's sleep, rest up. There you go. Woke up at 11-ish, maybe it's like 10, 30, 11. Uh, I think it was closer to 11. And I looked, and I happened to see that. I left my TV on, and, and the game is still going on. The Monday Night Football game, and the Ravens were up thirty-four to twenty, and I just remember kind of chuckling and just saying, "Yeah, all right, typical Browns." Like I'm so glad I didn't watch any of this; it would have been <laughs> such a waste of time. And I went back to bed. I woke up this morning. I saw the score was forty-seven to forty-two, and I'm like, "That's so aggressive!" For like the last like thirteen minutes of that game, like, like what happened, right? And so before we start walking into what happened. Um, it was a hell of a game, hell of a finish from top to you know top to bottom, and, and, and I feel like everyone's already labeling it the game of the year, which I wouldn't even say I would I wouldn't disagree with that. I thought it was a hell of a game, kind of. I mean, granted, it's all the highlights again, but um, real quick before we dive into it, where, did you see the whole thing? Like, where are you at in this as yourself? Like, obviously, obviously, we do have homework, so don't be alarmed. If I don't know, I don't know what Zach's answer is here, but you know, <laughs> my, my answer precursor. might my answer might be worse than yours. Uh, I no. actually, I, so I I was watching the first quarter and i started to feel sick to my stomach i almost got sick and it happens uh, 
So I was laying on the couch. I had the game in the background. I was flipping between that and the office, whatever was going to like comfort me, if you will. I know, I I do. I've I've been there. Yeah, and I literally fell asleep. Probably it was right after the first quarter. I fell asleep, and I woke up at twelve thirty on, and I saw uh, Scott Van Pelt breaking the breaking the game down. So. Yes, I'm. I'm probably even more worse than you, but I saw all the highlights and we're we're caught up to speed. So well, you have a free pass, first of all, because your stomach. But by the way, you know what my go-to when I don't feel well in my stomach? I, I watch Thirty for Thirties. Okay. Yeah, it kind of distracts you. You get you get exactly. It, but it's it's not enough that you need to pay attention because you kind of pick it up wherever you know it goes. But at the same right. point, it's it you can relax and. Oh yeah, I remember one time in college, I was I felt sick to my stomach. I watched the rec room for the Big East, and ever since, just you know, that was always my go-to. There you go. Yeah. Now, um, all right, let's get to the football. <laughs> <laughs> I know Uncle Rick's pumped about the, the Ravens winning. Uh, Twelve yeah. touchdowns in this game, and obviously you can see on the B-roll, and you know, as we're running through this on the on the uh, vi- uh, visual, I'm like Porky the Pig. Um, it was a great game, though, right? There's a lot to unwind. Um, it's funny because. It's rare, and I'm not trying to be like this Mr. Tro- uh, participation trophy guy, but it's rare when you wake up the next day and you look at all the highlights and everyone's like, "You're both winners!" Like, even though one team only won, you're both winners. Like, that's kind of the that's kind of the tone of this game. I feel like right because the Ravens obviously won; they needed to win. Uh, the Browns showed out and they looked good. They had their fans. It was probably the biggest game in you know the last 25 years for them. So, I mean, kind of what do you what do you make of this whole game? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I. I I mean, per the article I wrote a couple of weeks ago, I've been pretty like I'm not on the, the Browns bus, but I knew they were better than what people thought they were, even though their record shows they're good. And I was glad to see that they hung tight last night and they almost won. So it proved to kind of the national media that, hey, the Browns are actually kind of legit, I'd say this year. Uh, but what, what's big for me is that it seemed like Lamar Jackson got his uh, got his, his groove back if you will, a little bit. Um, His statistics in the air weren't, you know, super sexy by any means. He only threw for 163 yards and a touchdown. But seeing him, you know, on his feet, he ran for over 120, had two rushing touchdowns, a passing touchdown. Um, It was good to see. It was fun. I mean, it it was a great game. And both teams just just balled out. Baker Mayfield, that was probably one of Baker's best games, I'd say, of his NFL career, even though they lost. So that says a lot for for the game. And it's funny, it kind of actually where we are right now as I'm looking at the highlights roll. And it's like, if we look at the tape here, right? So it's, you know, it's 34-20. This is basically where I fell asleep back again for good. And I'm thinking the Browns, it's the same old Browns. And then, you know, Baker on this fourth and four steps into this, makes this phenomenal throw, right? And, and then here comes the back and forth. I am almost feel like I'm doing a highlight reel as we like talk about it. But, you know, we'll walk it through, especially for anyone on the audio episodes that maybe didn't know what happened, right? So, okay, now the Browns cut it. This is where it gets interesting because the Ravens I either went for two. I, I don't know how this went about. They had 34. They either went for two or went for one and didn't get it. So they still had 34. But then the Browns elected to go for two, so they cut it to six. Now they go down. Then Baker scores a touchdown, which was plus 900 if anyone bet on that. I did see that line before Ooh. the game. Um, and I was going to say on the show that you should take that, but I, I just didn't because I, I, don't, I don't know what I'm doing. And then to add – yeah, just got to add a little, little Kieran's you know, gambling notes into the, into the highlight reel. Uh, look at but look at the fans. That was awesome, right? And then, obviously, and then the, and then the Ravens get the ball back, uh, down by one, and there's the whole Lamar Jackson coming out with cramps and coming back in. And then he finds uh, Hollywood Brown. They take the lead back. So, uh, once again, now there's you know, just under two minutes to go. The Browns move down the field pretty quickly. And then, you know, obviously Baker Mayfield, well, obviously, because we you know, saw the highlights, right? But obviously, to that point, Greenhunt scores, and that 
you know, at this point we're thinking overtime, I guess, if you're watching, not we, because we were asleep, but, but you're thinking overtime. Uh, but no. And then that was it. They, well, actually, let me, I'm looping the highlights. Let's, let's show what happened. So then that's when Justin Tucker banged the field goal. Now, <laughs> just, I, I give the people that do highlights a lot of credit because I was, you know, trying to be all over the place there. That was not good. Um, but to that point, first of all, it was a great game. Awesome game. Uh, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You seen the comments on Facebook? No, what's that? A Ravens fan named Uncle Rick that didn't see, uh, didn't watch the whole game. He's a Ravens fan. <clears throat> Uncle Rick, come on, man. You got to stay up late for that. Oh, you, you got to stay up past your bedtime for that if you're, if it, you're a fan. It's funny. I don't want to completely get sidetracked, but but it's funny. I, I was actually thinking about this too because I saw like a tweet or something like that. Uh, I, I don't wait. Uh, oh, it was the Bills Steelers game. I guess a Bills fan like was living in London. Hmm. So they said something like, oh, like, you know, is it worth staying? Like, like, you know, the game basically started at one thirty or two thirty in the morning for him. Oh yeah, that's that's the thick of it. I, that, that's the dead smack of time where it's like, do you, do you, do you go to bed? Do you wake up? Do you do you just stay up? But like the problem is, if you stay up till two thirty, then you actually stay up till like five thirty, right? But like then on the other hand, it's like, right? I, I yeah, I, I think you go to bed at like nine o'clock and get up at, at one if that's the case, and then you just power through the rest of your day. Then, you kind of take away like the whole like if you, I don't I'm not like suggesting you'd want to drink before this if you're getting up at like two thirty but like if you want to eat some food drink like be merry like you can't really make a day of it because it's like I gotta go to bed like and it's almost like you know what I mean like yeah no. I think you really have to always take PTO on that Monday I was just about to say just take that you day have off. to and just yeah. be like look my team plays on prime time like that's yeah. how I do it so Uncle Rick, a little says, tradition. Uncle Rick says he gets up at five while we're still sleeping so. There you go. Oh, trust me. I've had five a.m. wake up calls over the Packers on prime time. Yeah, no, it's easy to do because just the yeah that stress doesn't doesn't uh, fade away. I know. I oh yeah, that's that's the thing. Like I wouldn't be able to fall asleep. Uh, that's how I am, you know. Whether it's a win or, or a loss, usually I don't fall asleep till like one thirty if we play on. Oh no, because it's it's like coming back from battle. It's like you can't just get back with like the blood on your body and then just say, right, "I'm gonna go to bed." No, like I'm fully prepared that next Monday I'll be junk at work because of our of our Sunday night game. So that's the Browns game. It's the Browns game. Speaking that's, of the Browns, yeah. I know, I know. All right, let's let's yeah, let's let's get back to that game. So. 12 touchdowns. They both yeah. almost covered, covered the under the, or the over under themselves. I think well, it was yeah, like, the over under was 45 and a half. 45 and a half. Well, dude, the Browns scored more than half of their points in the fourth quarter alone. They had 22 points in the fourth quarter. It was crazy. That's what I'm yeah. saying. When I went to, when I woke up, I was, I was like, ah, like it's over. Um, but it's funny because I was thinking to myself, I was looking to on my notes here. This is where I have an issue with one of the things you said with when you were talking about the game. My issue. I don't want to be over dramatic. Let's let's look at the chat real quick. That'll be like a little cliffhanger, like to be continued. Um, and I'll even circle my point. Um, but real quick, I mean, do you th- you like? I see what you're saying in the chat. So you think the Giants can beat the Browns? Uh, let's get. Let's, uh, this should have been your show versus street topic, but and let's not even make it so much about the Giants. It's just like right, like this was. I'm going to walk it in from a Browns perspective, right? You're allowed to lose this game. Like I just said, this is like the only time I think rarely you see it's like once or twice a year, there's these great games where everyone's just like, it's like that chiefs Rams game on Monday football a few years ago, where it's like, it doesn't matter who won or lost. Everyone won that game. Even the fans, like, it's just like, it's so annoying. ESPN always has that kumbaya game every year. Uh, and to be fair, they're always good games. I have an eyelash. Fight. I hate when that happens. Mm. Um, but to that point, uh, like it was obviously a great game, but 
if you lose again now if you're the Browns, right? Like if you lose to the Giants, and then is that game, I forget, is that in Cleveland or is that in New York? Uh, Jersey. It's in Jersey, okay. Yeah. If you lose that game to the Giants, regardless that's on the road, question marks start popping up, right? If you're the Browns. That's oh, yeah. no offense to you as a Giants fan. We're just saying, right, you're playing the team that's like right on the cusp of winning the division where it's the ugly duckling in the NFL, which is like that's yeah. kind of the national take back when you're just kind of scaling and throwing it out there. What, like, right, at the, like, I don't want, I'm not, and this is an awkward question to ask you, the Giants fan, but I'm almost saying from a Browns fan perspective, put themselves in your in their shoes. Is that be would that be a disturbing loss? Would that be a ah well you lost to a, a team on prime time it happens but it, or is it like or we, I mean the Steelers treatment we're like that's two losses you're done right like like that's kind of how everyone's treating the Steelers right now we forget that they were undefeated two weeks ago so you know what I mean like where like where where do, where would the Browns losing this game leave us? And I hate oh, doing hypotheticals. That's probably no, why I ask the question. No, it's all right. I, I think that uh, I think that would be a very disturbing loss for the Browns. Absolutely, but. What I'm seeing, I feel like what what happened to the Raiders could happen to the Browns, I think. Because to yeah. me, those teams are fairly similar. When you look at yeah. it, the Browns are slightly better than the Raiders, but they're they're fairly similar just from a personnel and just their style and where they rank with offensive defense and everything. Um, so I could totally see, and this isn't me being the optimistic Giants fan, but I could totally see the Browns being a little hungover from this game because of how intense this was, how how much you get up for this game and you lose, and, and it's just deflating. But what scares me is is Baker Mayfield in prime time is like a whole other player. Baker Mayfield that plays at one o'clock in the afternoon is like half the player who Baker Mayfield is when he plays in prime time. So he seems to always pull things out of his hat when the when the lights are on him. He does. You're right. That's I, I didn't even think about that. And I feel like he was like that in college a little bit too. Yeah, I, I, I think he loves that national that spotlight, I think, which I mean, he plays well. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. I, I would love to pull the stats on his primetime games statistics versus like one o'clock in the, in the afternoon. And it'd be fun to filter that against the road and see, you know, yeah, what they're looking at. Because the thing, I, here's my almost like to play devil's advocate for the Browns. They were to lose the next game. I'd be like, there's, it's not really, de- it's not even giving them a pass. I would look at it from two levels and then just kind of shrug and be like, all right, like, I mean, the dance is up soon, so like I don't know where this leaves us. But right, like if you lose to the Giants, the Giants just lost at home. It's hard to lose two home games in a row. You now they're on prime time, mm-hmm. right? Like they they had their sobering moment where it's like they were on that what four game win streak, and it's like all right, like, yep. all right, you know, if you win five or six, that's not bad, right? Kind of thing if you're the Giants. So like it's you can you can rectify this pretty quickly. Um, to that point, my thing is if you're the Browns, you got to win a big game, but like. Enough of the excuses. Like, oh, we lost to the Ravens. That was a tough game. Oh, we lost to like, like, you can't you can't lose that game again. That's I think that's the problem. I look with them. It's it's okay. Sure, you get a mulligan because it doesn't actually count. But then, like, how much confidence can I really have in you if you go into the playoffs with your pants down after two games like that? Mm-hmm. No, losses I, are lost. Like, it's funny because I, I I would never want the Packers to be one of those games where they were like, oh, we lost, but it was still amazing. It's like. Uh, I don't. Last time I checked, that where's the where do I yeah. get amazing points in the in the standings? I don't yeah. get them. The so it's just like <laughs> every day that the highlights start, you know, getting staler for that game. It's like, oh, it was a loss though, right? Mm-hmm. Like on Friday when everyone pulls up the playoff picture, not everyone's gonna be like, oh, well, you know, look at the Browns there. Like, you know, like, they, that was a great game on Monday. Did you see the game? No, they're gonna be saying like, well, I know they had a great game against the Ravens, but they got to win this game now, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's the tone. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Here's, here's what I'll say. Here will be a – I don't know if it's really a hot take or not, but if the Browns beat the Giants Sunday night, 
then to me, Stefanski has locked himself as the top three candidates or top two candidates for coach of the year. Mm-hmm. Because to come back from a loss like that to win against, I don't care who it is in prime time, against a team who's also hungry and also fighting for a playoff spot like the Giants, that shows that he's got his team bought in. Dude, he's a good coach. I, I totally, it's actually one of my points. It's funny because that brings me back to the other point I want to make with you. You're right. Savanti's been phenomenal. And I, I, yeah, how can you not put him in the running for coach of the year? It's really cool because, right, like, I feel like there's been build up for some coaches. You know, Freddie Kitchens, there was all that hype. And it's just like, uh, Stefanski, like, oh, God, all right, like, whatever, like, you know, it can't get worse, can it? Like, yeah. I can. Like, that's probably the Browns' tone. And, and he's been a, and, and, and um, Alexa, who's the Browns' GM? Andrew Barry, okay, right? So fine. I mean, yeah. that's I mean, he's been a, a home run hire. You also got to give John Dorsey some credit because right, a lot of these guys. It's I always joke around saying the GMs are the interesting guys that go with credit. Look at Ed Wee with the Phillies, yeah. Jim Rollins, Chase Utley, like right, like that whole thing. But he wasn't there. The Pat Gillick eras were the years that they won the rings. Like right, so it's like there's and, and you know and obviously you know I'm not saying that every fire GM is low key great, but you know you know my point. Um, but, to, but looking at it, here's my point with you that you said earlier when we were, I was asking you to kind of give a, a general, excuse me, a general overview of the game. You said Lamar finally got back to his groove and, and won a big game. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know how to put this. It's fun. I'm like trying to. Uh, no, I'll, I'll just try. You, you'll, you'll pick up what I'm putting down. So, basically. I feel like this is like a world within a world. It's like he always like he always wins these games. Like no, not always, but I just mean like like I better yet, I don't have any question about him winning these types of games. Like there's there's scales of big games, right? There's like there's big games in like the the, the first quadrant of the season because it's like oh, gotta get off to a good start. Oh, you're on prime time. Oh, you're in a hostile environment. Like right, like like right, that's a big game, and it's a big game because your environment. Then there's like there's big games because like oh, you gotta win. It's a big game because you gotta win that game. Right, like, and we're in that category now, right? Like, it's like, oh, it's prime time. Everyone's got to win, and he did win. Like, I'll give them credit. Like, their backs are up against the wall. The whole thing. But everyone, I hate the crowd that tries to make this sound like it's a playoff game. That's my question, and that can't get answered until they go to the playoffs, right? Like, they've had two years in a row where it said, "Hey, come on in our building. We're going to host you on Sunday morning." Basically, it's like one o'clock. It always feels like it's a morning game there for the Ravens. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I don't know why it's like the London Fog, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, but like, we'll, you will come in, and, and then the visitors, whether it was Tennessee, whether it was the Chargers, are like, "All right, we got you." Right? Like, I I know he can win regular season games. They went fourteen and two last year. I know they can win thrilling, hostile. Like he can hit the first two check marks. Can he hit the third? There's not too many quarterbacks where you see them not be able to hit the third if they can hit the first two. And I'm not saying he can't win a playoff game, but he hasn't won one yet. And 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 I'm not saying you said this, but I feel like there's this general like group that's like, <laughs> so yesterday, okay, so we can put those questions. In. It's like, no, we can't. Right? It's like you do your homework. Your parents are like, are you done? You're like, yeah. They're like, all right, let me check. Like, yeah, 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 check. I did it. It's like, you know, that, that, that's what this kind of feels like. And I'm not saying he can't win. I'm not saying like. Because I, I, it's like the Sixers, right? Every year they win a couple games, whether it's like the Lakers, the Bucks. And I think ah, maybe, maybe they can't hang with the Raptors. Maybe they can't hang with the Bucks. And they couldn't with Brett Brown. And, and this is kind of the same thing. It's almost like, all right, I'm, I'm done with these regular season experiences to make me believe. It's like, right, like it's, it's not the transitive property. It doesn't work that way. 
Yeah, no, I completely get the point you're making. I think what I meant by when saying that he got his groove back was we hadn't seen him win in like an important game like that in a while. Obviously, we've never seen him win a playoff game, so that's still to be still to be proven. Um, I think, in a sense, though, I think if they lose that game last night, I think that they're you could say goodbye to their playoff hopes. So I oh, feel yeah. like that was almost like a do or die type of game. And, so and, and look, I'll give him credit. I'm not. I'm not saying that he's not good. It's just there's another like. It's almost like you got the MVP award. It's like, but there's doesn't the MVP the MVP checks that third box off, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I kind of came in there hot with you there. <laughs> no, no, I, I like it. I mean, when you look at this Ravens Ravens team right now, it's like I think they played what three games over the last twelve days because of the COVID rescheduling, and the team hasn't really been together, you know, for for practices, in person drills, and things like that. So when you look at it, I think that's why also the media is blowing this this win up significantly is like oh well look they did they had all this against them and, and they won you know against a good team on the road prime time etc cetera, etc cetera. so i think that's why there's a lot of a lot of hype and i think the ravens um i think they're feeding off of that which and if you look at their schedule i don't think they have if i remember their schedule moving forward is pretty light so it this is should, this should set them up it's, to uh i think they have the jags this week i was about to say i think it's jacksonville then no offense it's you guys not and then, then, then the jets i think and the, is it the, i feel like they put the Bengals or something last something like that probably yeah yeah i think it is yeah because i think the Steelers. usually i feel like everyone plays a divisional team the last game of the season yeah here i go saying their schedule's light and we're a part of that schedule <laughs> so oh i know that's the only reason i i was like all right i'll I'll walk into that. I'm not saying that that's that going to be a light game for them because no, that's the toughest game for sure. That's their toughest when everyone game says they, they should win their rest of their games, they're basically saying you got you should beat the Giants. But like, yeah, you, know, you ask like, nine out, you ask nine out of ten, you know, sports folks, they're going to tell you they're going to win that game. So, you know. oh yeah, I still have this eyelash in my eye. How much does that suck? <laughs> well, I know, uh, I know, it's just hanging in there. Uh, but to that point, it seems they're just hanging in there. I swear that was not my way of trying to segue into the next segment, but it actually kind of worked perfectly. Worked out. Uh, all right. We talked about this, right? There's some teams on the hot seat, and, and I hate this because it's like – and I'm doing this right now. The whole, like, is it a must-win game? Well, we must win games or put games over. Like that whole, like, all right. There's a few games that I feel like if you look at the schedule, it's like if this team does not win, to, like, on Sunday, it's probably over. Yep. Like very much. And it's like, no, not like, well, if they win out. No, it's like, even if they win out, it's probably over. Like, the, like they either need all the help in the world or like it is actually legit a wrap for them. Um, I wrote down one, two, three. I have five games, ironically enough. Do you, how many you have? Well, I have three, but I could see why you could have five, 100%. Okay. So do you want me to go first? And then I'll let, we'll go. Yeah, know. you go first, then we'll go back. Well, actually, I'll tell you, why don't you go first, and then I'll just tell you if there's any that I have, and then okay. I'll just kind of break it down from there. So my first one is actually Thursday night, Raiders-Chargers. Okay, I have that one, too. Because if the Raiders lose that game, I mean, they're out of the playoff picture right now, and, I mean, they're behind. And the Ravens, I don't think, are even in the playoff picture right now. They just won, and I'm pretty sh- – yeah. So the Raiders, long story short, pretty much, in my opinion, need to, like, win out to make the playoffs. And the Chargers are a team, which we say this every week, they're talented, but they just can't – win they could i could easily see them sneaking up and and beating a, Ra- a raiders team who's clearly like incoherent at this point in time so right now and i i, I hate myself this this graphic's not updated after last night's game all right so the ravens are eight and five mm-hmm. they just don't have the tiebreaker with the dolphins i guess uh correct okay so they know the tiebreaker with the dolphins and then 
Colts are nine and four. Browns are nine and four. Wow, this just got juicy. So, all right, Vegas is a game out, and they have the Dolphins game still coming up. That's so right. there's tiebreaker, like that whole thing. So that's there. basically, a, yeah, that's like a mini playoff game, if you will. So you're right. They have to win this game. Yeah, they have to win this game because because I'm like tripping over my words. Because I feel like when you look at it, the AFC, especially the wild card race, the pace is just too fast to keep up with right now. Yeah, for sure. I and I have. I mean, you already said the other team that I had in another game, but we can we might have the same one. So yeah, I was gonna say I feel like this. at that point, right? There's, there's only oh so many must win games. It's not like an opinion yeah. thing. So I feel like I'll let you do your three, and then the other two. I'm sure we both yeah. have the other two. Uh, the other one we we're talking about the Dolphins is the Pats and, and Pats yep. versus. That's Dolphins. another good one. Yeah. Right. Because I think I mean, that's the same thing for the same reason with the Raiders. And because the Ravens are right there too now, I think Miami needs to win this. They, you know, it's Especially after losing to the Chiefs the way they did. I mean, that was, you know, it, everyone keeps saying, like, oh, Chiefs, like, that was a good game. Like, I mean, or, or the Dolphins, like, they were in it. Okay, they were also down by 20 going into the fourth quarter. Right, right. So we could, so we could chalk some of those points up to, you know, garbage time. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, they need to win. And my what a world we live in. It's funny because I think we're on two levels. I don't think anyone really thinks the Patriots have a shot now at making the playoffs. But it's like okay, they have to literally win out, and then like, like and they might be already dead. But it's like okay, literally last call. Like this is it. You're, you're, yeah, they're they're, they're loosening up the gallows, you know, for you. Absolutely. Um, yeah, the train's leaving, loosen, so they got to run yeah. to try to catch it with that game. Yeah, loosen the noose, I should say, for, yeah. for the gallows. I, I know, but no, that's good. <laughs> I shouldn't have all the hanging terminology down. Uh, that'd be weird if I did. All right, anyway. And then you got Dolphins. That's what I'm saying. What a world we're living in where it's like they're the one. Like, if you hear, oh, someone's life's on the line, we're all saying what Miami against New England, they're not going to win. It's like, no, it's New England at Miami, and they're not going to. Like, it's like it's it's everything's flipped around. Yeah, no, it really has. It's 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 crazy. And you don't know what you're going to get with the Patriots because one week they're blowing teams out 45 nothing. The next week they look like they're a JV high school team. It's just, it's and, they, just and the funny thing is I could see them winning because they normally struggle and they usually they, they used to lose a lot of games with Brady down there. It's like, so watch, now they'll go down there and, and win that game. Oh, I can already see the media headlines, you know. It's like, yeah, absolutely. Brady couldn't win in Miami, but Belichick can without him. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but all right, what was the third game you had? My third one was for both teams in this. It's the Bears and Vikings. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's the other one I had, too. Yep. Yeah, both teams. They're both six and seven. Pretty much, like, you know, this is this is it. If you lose, you're done. If you win, you still have a shot. So, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And what's cost. interesting is it pushes someone to 500. Right. That's what's mm-hmm. interesting. Someone will be seven and seven after the day is done, and someone will be done. Yep, exactly. It's just it's great. You know, it's a crucial game. And the way the Bears have been playing with, you know, lately – you know, we'll say it's like six and eight or seven and seven. It's a huge difference. Like when you hear a team six and eight, it's like man. And when you hear seven and seven, it's like okay, they're right there. Oh, right, they just got win two more games. They might have a shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and it's funny. So I, the other two I have for you is I have San Fran at Dallas because whoever actually loses that is is done. Dallas is Literally. probably done. Like, both yeah. teams are probably done, but it's like it's kind of that team principle. It's like well, the nails will technically get a win after this, so like they'll yeah. still be probably like hanging by a thread. The other ones too. Yeah. Um, and then the other one I have was, was actually you guys. Yeah. Because I'm okay. just like, you, you you can't lose this. I, I understand the nature of this, but I, I just don't think you guys can lose this game. No, no. I mean, I, I still think the winner of the NFC East will be 7-9. and nine, But, um, but yeah, I mean, you don't want to put yourself in a position where you lose, then you got to win your last two games, you know, especially when one's against the Ravens, who seem to all of a sudden found themselves again. Exactly. Like you just said. So, you know. That's why I'm seeing I, 
I just couldn't I, – I, and I thought about that one, but I just couldn't pick an NFC East team because the NFC East has been so unpredictable that I was just to lay off. But, yeah, yeah, that's but fair. No, but you're exactly right, though. And it's why I'm looking at the chat, too, to ask, would I rather win the Vikings or Bears? Neither. Can they tie? So yeah, they yeah, knock out, right? They tie, right? <laughs> um, sorry, that's my Packers humor sliding in there. But um, – I think, honestly, all jokes aside, I would I would say if you're an NFC team, you probably the Bears. But here's the thing: if the Bears win, then it's just like the Vikings have been bipolar all season, so it would just be another brick in the wall. Whereas the, with the Bears, it's like I'll put it this way: if the Bears win, then it's like it's Monday, da da da. Like where am I going? It's like so Zach, the Bears beat the Vikings. Is what's up with this? Is there any chance it comes back? Like, right, like that's the whole segment. Yeah. It's just like yeah, it oh, yeah. was weird. I was like trippy. It was like the Twilight Zone doing a little Monday action there for him, but. Um, <laughs> But we'll I mean, replay it if, if they win, we'll replay that. Yeah. Oh my god, that'd be funny. Oh, I hope. Yeah. Oh my god, that'd be so funny. Now I hope we do. I hope we can make it happen. Uh, but yeah, um, to that point, that's that's the five I have. But I will say this: let's let's talk about a game real quick because let's do this segment real quick. Um, there's too many good photos in here to not to not talk about this. So it, it sparked mm-hmm. my memory. Sunday Night Football did a little graphic. Real quick, when you see this flash up here, I have to ask you. Um, if you know by chance, uh, like just by seeing this, like probably not, but like, do you know where these if these are these wings are from? Some famous spot in Buffalo, like just by the like the box or it looks like it looks, it looks like Duff's. Okay, and that yeah. was your spot, right? That was my spot where I, where I'm. I, right. I've been to, I was at Duff's and Gabriel's Gate, and there's also uh, one of the big sports bars downtown owned by Pagula, but I forget the name of that one, but. Dust was my – they're all great, but Dust was my favorite. Really? Okay. Yeah. So it, it got me thinking, and the question was kind of like – and there's so many, it's hard to kind of like explain this, but I feel like the best way to put it is it. where is a place and a food tied to that said place where you go, you have it, you come back, you're just like, I can't eat this here because I went there and had it, and it's just like you can't mm-hmm. – it's just it's just night and day. Like that whole that whole thing, right? Like what's cities, food, all that, right? Um. It's funny, but I mean, I feel like it's at the beginning of the segment kind of inspired you for your answer. I mean, <laughs> oh, it did, <laughs> it did, yeah. No, for me, it's definitely it's definitely Buffalo with with their with their wings. Um, so yeah, the, the picture that you have up is uh, that Dude, was my, my my friend Ryan took that picture. I was about to say your picture is the best. It really looks like it's a professional photo. The fries and the pictures of beer, like it really it is. Uh, I mean, it's food porn. <laughs> it really, I mean, just just looking at it, you know. I'm getting hungry as as we speak, but those wings are just simply the best. I, I had barbecue in that one. Yeah, he had barbecue, and I'm I'm on the Buffalo back right. There. Mine were uh, I guess mild. I think. Oh, that's what I that's what I want. I'm a Buffalo guy. Yeah, you know? same. Oh yeah. Well, you have to when you're especially when you're in Buffalo. But uh, yeah. Oh, is the sauce better there? Oh, uh, that, that, that's what I think. That's what just everything makes them. The way they cook it, the way they do Through crunch to it. A little bit, oh yeah, just a little bit. You know, like a big crunch, not like the PJ's crunch. You just want, you just want a little, little, just a little, just a little. So I know there's like you're piercing the skin. Oh yeah, and oh, my God. it's just so, it's just so good. You know, that weekend, that was the, literally the first thing. Like I drove from from down, you know, downtown Pennsylvania up to Staten Island, New York, to pick my buddies up, and then we drove all the way to Buffalo from Staten Island. So it was like an eight hour trip for me as I was driving. And literally the first thing we did was go to Duff's. And it was like the best welcoming to a city I could have ever had. Oh, my God, dude. That that sounds absolutely incredible. It's seriously on the top of my list of, of I feel like, places to see with food. Because I, obviously, I, I keep saying to you, I, I got to go to Buffalo, man. But I, I really want to. Yeah, no, and you can see what I – you can see why. The fries, the pictures. I bet you there's a jukebox back there. 
There definitely was. The hardwood floor, it had a little bit of a dive a bar. A dive bar feel? I love yeah. that feel. It was just very, like, ho- like comfortable, just home, homey feeling, you know, like, it was just welcoming. You know, they had pictures. There's tons of, like, celebrities who had gone there. All over on the walls so and like, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't, like, a so, tourist, touristy feeling at all, but it was just, it was just but, great, long story short. So, um, whenever you, I think of Buffalo, it's like the wings instantly. I'm, I'm getting hungry literally as we speak. It's so. that. Oh my god! It's yeah. funny because I feel like that's the way you describe that. That's the way I I describe. Well, it's funny because you can get barbecue in Tap Point. You can get barbecue all sorts of places, but Kansas City barbecue. Ooh. And it's funny. I was telling Emily this on our hike. We were talking about it on Sunday, just the different types. And I was saying, to me, I think right. You, you look when you talk about barbecue, right? There's there's the Carolinas with their kind of vinaigrette. Um, base like pulled pork and the fixings, but mostly pulled pork is kind of I feel like that it's the champ the champion dish with obviously cornbread and beans and all you know all that stuff right. And then you go to Memphis, the ribs that's kind of the big thing, uh, you know. And then obviously Texas, you have the brisket, and but I feel like in Kansas City the burn ends, uh, Alabama you have the white sauce, but at that point Kansas City that's why I got the picture up right now. Q thirty nine is yeah. to die for and it's like i love what the chat's saying too new york bagels that's not what i had in my notes and that is such a good one i mean it, like people don't think put bagels up in the the champion of, of foods but that one's up there um but i'm looking at this one oh yeah and this is the place people i took you to zach q39 yeah. i was about to say that and speaking of a welcoming to a city that was that's right up there with the buffalo of the wings to be honest with you <laughs> so yeah no i i can attest amazing barbecue amazing well, it's funny because remember you, you called me and you were, you were saying you're out in Kansas City when I was out there at the same time and and what, what, was that why I just suggested we go to what was it just like hey let's do, do I was supposed to I was supposed to I was meeting a client in Kansas and I was supposed to uh, get dinner with them and they they ended up not being able to make it so I was literally on the plane and I called you and you answered and then we just it was just from there that was the first place you took me that's awesome oh yeah that's all, whenever I land there before I even go to my hotel I pick it up the burn ends burger there is to actually die for Oof, everyone says oh yeah and they all the places there Casey Joe's uh, Jack Stack they're all great but um but yeah to that point I and right at Central Barbecue though whew. but you know it's fine let's let's talk real quick about it. so there's a few other ones I feel like that were good I, we wrote them down yeah there was some and there was actually had, I was gonna say you had you posted this on Instagram you had some good answers right yeah so one other thing along with with my my other one was also part of the whole New York thing is just New York pizza you can't beat mm-hmm. it you know Brooklyn pizza is phenomenal the different boroughs have just has great have great pizza and they're all slightly different it's kind of it's it's interesting but yeah um so we we went on social media with some of our with our Instagram folks to see what they thought and. We had two two people say, you know, Philadelphia cheesesteaks, and there's a little bit That's, of Philly. That attitude. is such. A, when you Same. stop real quick, I'm gonna almost yeah. do my little soapbox for each one, but not really. But but when you stop, you actually think about it, like a cheesesteak is one of the places where like if you go and have it, first of all, in the actual city is a huge difference. Like, and I'm saying this as someone that lives in the suburbs, grew up in the suburbs, from the suburbs. Like, even if you're like ten minutes outside the city, it is different. Mm-hmm. It is, and then let alone if you're like if you go anywhere outside of the southeastern Pennsylvania, good luck, right? Yeah. You might find a good one in Scranton. You might find a random good one here or there, just from someone from Philly that made good ones. But like, never you, if you go to like Ohio, like right, like if you ask people, Zach, like, oh, like what's in a cheesesteak? People say, oh, like mayonnaise, and right, like when I went out to a cheesesteak shop in Spokane, they literally put mayo on it, and it was on French bread. Oh, like, I remember almost like, ah! like it was yeah, horrible. Blasphemy, man. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, so I just had to get that out there. Yeah, no, that's good. And then we had uh, KC and barbecue. Yep. Like you said. And then the other one we had was Nashville hot chicken. 
That's a good one. I never uh, been. How I missed that one. Have. Hattie B's, of course. Yeah, and and, and it, it extends to like Louisville, kind of just that area, Tennessee, Kentucky. Uh, there's another one called Royals Hot Chicken in mm. Louisville, Kentucky, and it is. I actually mm. think that's low key better than Hattie B's. That's my highest of takes, but Ooh. both are incredible. Yeah, it's good, dude. It's like spicy. It's like fried chicken. It's just like yeah, Kentucky fried chicken. It's ama- It's amazing. Like, mm. it sounds it sounds delicious. Um, it's my. I wrote a few other ones. Just getting steak in the Midwest is just good. Literally, it's Nebraska, Texas, Missouri. Like any of those places are always good. Seattle having the seafood out there, mm. that's phenomenal. Especially like the oysters and stuff. Lobster roll up in New England. That's always. I feel like that's one I actually want. It's funny. That's the one. I'll do it. But I'll just like, do we have any alcohol here? Like, oh god, like that, like that, like yeah, that that one creeps me out. I don't like mayonnaise, but yep, Baltimore and crabs too. Yes, that's another good one. I didn't even think about that one. And do crazy sandwiches out in Pittsburgh? Those yeah. are really good. There you go. Those are really good. Uh, Chicago deep dish pizza. That's it's funny. You say New York, I go to Chicago, man. I think it's way better. Oof. Have you had it before? Yeah. Where'd you have it from? Just a play. Don't tell me it's a Uno. No, 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 no. I forget. I honestly was forget. Was it Lou Malnati's? I don't think so. I, All right, I, good. I was going to say if that was it, I'd be like, oh, man, well, checkmate, I, I, I guess. Damn no, it. I, I forget. I, I don't know. I'm just so ingrained with, like, you know, like I said, I have You're New York in New guy. York, so it's like I'm so – I just think that's the best. So I do like the thin crust in the Brooklyn-style pizza. Yeah. Um, Wisconsin cheese, dude, you've had that. Yeah. That's – Melts, it melts in your, in your mouth, mouth baby. It literally melts in your mouth. Yeah, and the sausage and stuff. I'd even say Wisconsin beer is better than any other beer too. It is, dude. It's so good. And brats, the brats up there. Mm. You do dine well up there. I did. We, we, we did. We grew up that weekend. Oh yeah, and then there was I have New Orleans Cajun food, and yeah. then uh, California, like just like anywhere, like Arizona, California, like the, and Florida too. Like the fruits and vegetables, like they're just so much fresher, like in those areas. Georgia peaches too. Yeah. All right, but that's real quick. Let's wrap the show up. I know we got to get out of here. Let's do you want to wrap it up with a little server versus street real quick. Yeah, let's do it. Let's All do right. it. What, uh, do you want me to kick you off or do you want to kick me off? I don't care. I'll kick you off. All right, let's do it. So, so you know, the Saints lost last weekend, but I would have to imagine Drew Brees is coming back soon and they're going to get back into form. So the Saints, they'll, they'll get the number one seed over the Packers, right? Ooh, hit me in the heart. Uh, that's... It's an interesting question. I, I I think when you look at the Saints, it's not so much the Packers. I, I actually think the sleeping giant in this could maybe be the Rams, right? Like if they beat Seattle, first of all, they'll probably beat the Jets next week, right? And then it's like, okay, then they got Seattle. Then they have the Cardinals, I think. So it's not easy for them, but if they do win those three games, let's say the I think the Packers and I think the Saints are going to lose to Kansas City probably next week. And if they don't, they'll probably get tripped up by the Vikings or something randomly. Um, but, but to that point, I think the Packers will probably lose to Tennessee or they'll get tripped up by Carolina or Chicago with one of those goofy games. Uh, so I think the door's going to be open. If someone wants to win out, they'll take it, but I don't see the Saints winning it, no. But that doesn't mean I think the Packers are. I just don't think the Saints will. That's, that's a good take. I, I I have to start getting the Rams like in my brain that they're actually good. <laughs> well, I don't know if they are. This could be the thing where I'm like, oh, they're great, and then they're not. So I don't know. Um, but all right, well, let me let me spin on you. Do you want to keep in the NFC playoff oh, picture? Yeah, let's do it. Right, I'm, just, I'm sorry, I'm throwing a fastball at you here, kind of up, up and in. Uh, Washington will actually, you might like this. Washington will not win the NFC East. Oh, Washington will not win the NFC East. Oh, I thought you were going a different direction there. Okay, yeah, I like, yeah, yeah, no, actually, I wrote it down differently. How about that? I like that. I like that little curveball. Yeah. Washington will not win the NFC East. So I'll do a street take to tell you why they could win the NFC East. Okay. 
because, all right, so they play the Seahawks this week. That's a tough game, right? But then they have the Panthers and the Eagles. So in reality, they could easily finish eight and eight, and uh, eight and eight would be superb given the given the current uh, you know the outlook of the NFC East all all season. But my thing is, well, I'll tell you why they will win because they play the Panthers and the Eagles. They can win those two games. We'll play eight and eight. Their defense is going to be the whole team. That's a lock. So that's yeah. one win in. Right. Exactly. So you know. Defense is playing out of this world. Alex Smith, hopefully he's he's back for the next game. He's a veteran quarterback. He makes the smart decisions you need to make. You know, just put up 20 points a game, 17 points a game. You'll be fine with that defense. So, yeah. but why they won't, why they won't win is because I have a feeling the Eagles week 17 are going to trip them up with Jalen Hurts, not to look too far out and not to talk about the Eagles too positively, you know, because that hurts me, but I can see that happening, and I think it's I, like I said. I think it's going to be seven and nine is going to win the division. And I really think originally I thought it was going to be Giants Cowboys. I think Giants in Washington could see both of them being seven and nine. Giants have a tiebreaker. So I think what's interesting in all this is it, the smoking gun is, is Dwayne Haskins starting or is he not? Right? If he's That's not starting, point. I have no problem. I'm like, now nah, they're going to be fine. But like if they if they if they uh, I don't know if they if he's they brought him out there. That's a phenomenal point. If they have to have him on the field, then and, you're going to go. Oh, look, just look no further than how many games in a row Seattle's probably won on the East Coast. It's it's a lot. It's uh, I mean, I want to say it's a lot, but I could be wrong. Yeah. they don't lose out on the East Coast, so I mean, there's that too. They got factor in. Yeah, no, exactly. All right, but that was a fun show. It's a good time. Oh yeah, and you know, real quick. Because we don't have a show tomorrow. Got to give my uh, cousin Mary Kate a birthday shout out. You know, got to oh, give her a birthday go. love, right? Happy birthday. Yeah. To, and she's a great, awesome. she's, yeah, her and, and her husband, John, and, and really everyone and on my side of the family, right? It, it, I mean, and, and yours too. I would say all our family are great supporters of the show and stuff. So we always got to give those birthday shout outs. And even like trust, and hey, those guys, we hear from you guys. We, uh, we got to give you guys birthday shout outs too. So absolutely, always got to give them out when we, when we get them. And uh, so Mary Kate, we hope you have an awesome birthday. Uh, but yeah, to that point, it was a great show. So we'll be back on the air, like I was saying, not tomorrow. We'll be back on a Thursday at 7 o'clock. Real quick, if you just want to run through it, uh, if you want to follow us on Spotify or iTunes, you can check out all the audio episodes there. Also, check us out on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit at underscore get sidetracked. Uh, also, make sure you visit the website at www.get-sidetracked.com. And if you want to do some video action, which is probably not going to you can get in the chat. You can have all sorts of fun stuff. Um, follow with the heart to the left. Subscribe to the right. Uh, all sorts of good stuff there, and uh, it's free with Amazon Prime, so there's really no excuse just to, to kind of do the full the full shebang if you want the, the whole living room sports talk experience. Uh, and then to that point, it's also free to subscribe on YouTube. We have highlights, all sorts of cool stuff. You can get about the show that way too. If you're a YouTube person, uh, you can check us out on there. And if you're kind of digging what we're, we're putting down on the store with some cool stuff with the logo and the gear, um, our marketing person, Kelly Bonner, did an awesome job with this. Uh, you can check us out on the store. All the cool stuff, all the logos. All the, I just got my neck gator in the mail. So, yeah, I rocked that today, Zach. There you go. Perfect time of the year. Yeah, it's getting chilly out. So, yeah, this was an awesome show, though. If you want to check out the site, feel free. Uh, so, like I said, we're back on the air on Thursday at 7 o'clock. You got any party thoughts for the people, Zach? Uh, you know, I don't. We'll uh, waiver wire coming this week, fantasy playoffs yeah, you, this weekend. You're locked so. in. A big week for you, Zachy. Big week. Yeah, I'm locked in. Try to in. defend the championship. Defend the crown. This is where you. This is where I stumbled off the road last year in the defense. I know. Well, now. We'll see what happens. So. Yeah, we'll see what Fingers happens. Fingers crossed. Just like we'll see with everyone on. So we'll see what happens. Especially the snowstorm tomorrow. That's right. So we'll yeah, talk about that a little on Thursday too. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. We hope everyone has a great night, and we'll see everyone back in the room on Thursday.